Here we go. One, two, and you hear that? <clears throat> All right, we are buckled up. We are ready to go. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm back. I am back, and it may not sound as pretty as it did before, but who cares? Because I am back, and it's the Laces Out Finkel Show, live, uncensored, from the BB, the Honda Civic itself. You guys will be listening to me on my way to work this morning, and I hope you guys enjoy it. So, without further ado, I, for those of you who heard my last update, I was not happy. I was a, I was a grumpy Gus, a sour grape, if you will. I also apologize in advance for the sound quality because, like I said, I am on my way to work. So if you hear me curse randomly, it's because some jackass decided to pull out in front of me or get in my lane when I was going faster than he or she. So, life update. Wasn't happy at my job. Excuse me. So I did what any other sane human being would do. I believe that last update was on uh, Monday or Tuesday. So Thursday, I quit. I quit my job. If you guys have seen uh, that thing you do a little, I quit. I quit. I quit. That's what I did. I quit. And it felt good. Again, no ill will. No ill will to the company that I worked for. No ill will to the people that I worked for. I actually have said time and time again, those were the only reasons that I stayed as long as I did were for the people the people and it was a it was a good life experience for me to see where I wanted to be and where I didn't want to be so all that wrapped up in a tortilla I am no longer with that company I am with a new company I am doing something completely different which I'm not going to indulge in too much just because of the nature of the thing that I do not that it's unsafe or that it's anything secretive. I just rather keep that life, that part of my life private for right now. And those of you that do know what I'm doing, uh, I've obviously reached out to you and I've told you. So I, I'm happy. I'm actually, I'm, I'm really happy with where I am right now. I think I'm in a good spot. I think I'm becoming a little bit more stable than I was before not only financially, but mentally, uh, physically, always trying to get better, blah, 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 fit fam, hashtag life and stuff. So, but you guys don't care about that. You guys do not care about what's going on with me because I have already wasted enough of your time, three whole minutes without talking about anything interesting. So I'm gonna start off with some pop culture. Avengers Endgame. I saw it, I loved it. It was phenomenal. I personally thought it was a perfect way to put it into the series. An 11-year saga, the Infinity Stone saga, I think is what Kevin Feige was calling it. So 11 years, 2008 came out with Iron Man and one of the, one of the most iconic movies that, you know, in recent memory to come out and people just didn't understand. Why would you pick a superhero that nobody really cared about? And it, it worked out. It paid dividends. Uh, Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. did a phenomenal job. Uh, I really hope it doesn't turn into like, uh, like a, the Batman series where Michael Keaton took over and then you had Val Kilmer, the best, 
And then you had George Clooney, the worst. And then you had Christian Bale. And then uh, Batfleck, which he didn't even want to be Batman. I'm so... How how do you grow up knowing what Batman is and not want to be Batman forever and always? I'll never understand that. But that's beyond me because I'm just a lowly boy in Dallas. And he's a recovering alcoholic in wherever he's from, Baston. Um, speaking of, nice little segue. Thanks, me. High five. I went to Boston. I told myself at the beginning of this year, one of my New Year's resolutions, which I actually have somewhat kept up with, is I want to travel more. So I went to Boston. I booked a ticket. I have a friend that lives up there, and she was like, hey, you're more than welcome to stay with me if you'd like. Uh, you know, save some money so you don't have to pay for uh, room and board. You can just come and fly up here, and, and, and I'll take you around the city. So I, I took her up on that offer, and I, I've been to Chicago before. I've been up in the Midwest. Chicago, I love you. Boston, there is just something about that city that I fell in love with the moment I got off the plane. It's hard to explain. It really is because there's just something about Boston. And when I was working for the company I was with before, I legitimately pulled out my phone to see if there were any locations in Massachusetts because I was like, I was ready. I would give anything to live in Boston. I, I'm going to put it like this. There will be an extended stay for me in Boston at some point in my life, whether it be professionally, personally, I, I, I'm going to end up in Boston. Uh, I just, I got to visit Fenway. We did a tour of Fenway and it was beautiful. You guys have seen the pictures. It's on my Instagram and my Facebook. It was covered in snow. It was as if I was in a snow globe that was Fenway and you just, you, you're never going to forget memories like that. Uh, of course, got to take in a Bruins game, which was, there was a moment where I walked in and there was an older gentleman standing there and I had like a, a Texas Tornadoes jersey on. I, I didn't, I didn't want to be that guy that was like, I think it was, it was the Bruins versus the Devils. It was Brad Marchand's, uh, it was a really weird game. <clears throat> it was one of those serendipitous in like kind of an evil way. Uh, Brad Marchand, I think, had 666 penalty minutes going into that game. And if you guys don't know who Brad Marchand is, he's called, he's kind of known as the uh, the rat. He is a bit of a, he's hated uh, throughout the league. And before I went to Boston, I, I was one of those that hated him. But I got to be completely honest with you, uh, after watching the Winter Classic, kind of, uh, they, they do a behind-the-scenes series. After watching him and his personality and the way he interacts with his family, I, I'm on the Brad Marchand bandwagon. I, I don't care what you guys say about it. You guys can kiss my ass if you think that's a, oh, I can't believe you. But I'm, I'm on. Anyway, so this older gentleman, one of the uh, the ushers, uh, he sees me standing in the aisle, but I'm not coming in because we're not at our seats yet. And I'm one of those people, even if it's pregame, I, I just don't want to be one of those people that sits in somebody else's seats. Like I want to get to my seats. I want to sit down. I want to relax and, and I want to be, I want to get ready. I want to take in the sights, so to speak, if you will. And so he sees me and he goes, come here because I'm in Boston. You ever been here before? And this guy's like 70 years old. Like, no, this is my first time. I've never seen a Bruins game. I'm from Dallas. The only other game I've been to was in Chicago. He goes, oh, Chicago, that's, no, they got nothing on us. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Blackhawks, they, they know how to cheer on their team. There's just something in the water in Boston, whether it be a good or a bad thing. So he is like, you, sit right there and watch the pregame. Watch this. And, like, 
it's it's indescribable. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to give you a build up, and I really can't. I, I posted a, a video of the skate. It's just one of those moments that you're gonna look back on and and think fondly of and never forget. So I went to Boston. I had a blast. Fenway TD Garden. Uh, I got to do all the things. Dan Baston. Um, I I unfortunately did not uh, impress the locals because I did not have an accent. Um, especially one of, uh, the girl's friends was like, Hey, yeah, from Texas, do you have an accent? And I was like, no, she goes, I'm fucking done with you. Excuse my French. Beep. Yeah. So I guess we didn't play that off really well. Next time her and I have discussed, uh, when I visit again, I'm going to wear a cowboy hat and Wranglers and cowboy boots. And I'm, I'm really, <laughs> really going to drive the whole, I'm from Texas y'all home. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to do something special when that day comes. Anyway, I got away from myself. So Marvel's Endgame, absolutely fantastic film. Audible sobbing <laughs> in the theater. I'm not going to spoil anything. All I'm saying is there is audible sobbing. And there were some, there were some pretty heart-wrenching moments. I mean, if you really think about it, that's 11 years that, we as a fan base have put into this whole Marvel Cinematic Universe after being so badly burned by movies like like the old Spider-Mans, which I am one of, like I guess, the few that doesn't... I hate Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. I didn't like it. I didn't like him. I didn't like Kirsten Dunst. I think she's the worst actress of all time. Anyway... It was just a, it was a perfect culmination of 11 years of dedication, midnight movies, standing in lines, being uncomfortable, and, and just it, think about where you were in 2008, and, and think about, about what you felt like and what your life was like, I, and I, it's every, everyone's life was drastically different, whether they were single and now they're married, or even married but didn't have kids, now you've got one, two, three kids, it's just, it's crazy to think that 11 years ago is when this all started, and it's been a part of our lives as a fan base for 11 years, anyway, phenomenal way to end the, the entire Infinity Saga, uh, but my brother made a pretty pretty funny statement, which I kind of took to heart. He said, I, "I'm really, I don't, I'm not really excited for anything else now, and not in like life because I'm not that dead inside, just a little bit. But now, with obviously there are movies coming out. You've got uh, Spider-Man, I think Far From Home, Black Panther Two. Uh, there's gonna be a Guardians of the Galaxy Three, and yeah, I absolutely love these movies, but." I mean, the first ones, but now I'm like, I mean, I'm not completely stoked to go see these anymore. So, <coughs> sorry, everybody. So, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what's next. We'll see how excited we get. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm, I'm, my allergies are killing me. So, we'll see what's next for the Marvel Saga. Anyway, let's get to some sports. Uh, I wish I had like a, a drop, like a yeah. So sports, the Dallas Stars are in the thick. We're talking about the thick cut of the playoffs. And last night they lost to the St. Louis Hoos, and it was a hard-fought game. It was back and forth that third period. I uh, probably aged at least four or five years. <clears throat> Sorry again. It was just, this whole NHL playoffs has been 
pure entertainment. Pure entertainment. Hockey is finally getting a foothold, 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 a hold of a foot in society. Uh, the 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 TV ratings have have never been high, or have not been higher in the past seven years. You got the Carolina Hurricanes who barely squeaked in at the end of the season to punch their wild card ticket and then go on and beat the defending champion Washington Capitals in Washington game seven it was unreal it's pure entertainment if you don't watch hockey uh, I'm not gonna say oh I feel bad for you because you don't watch hockey no just give it a shot try and learn the rules the best way I can explain learning the rules play video games play NHL 2000 go buy you an old one if you have an Xbox or a PlayStation go buy an old version of PlayStation or of NHL 2010 I don't care set the rules as normal and then get super frustrated and learn the rules so then you can play correctly it's just it's a beautiful sport it's beautiful I've fallen I mean obviously there's no uh, surprise there I have absolutely fallen in love with the sport of hockey the people around it the community it's an unreal thing to be a part of so you've got the Dallas Stars, and they are down two games to one, and everyone is freaking out because whatever. I mean, the St. Louis Blues, this is another one of those stories. Guys and girls, children of all ages, men, women, grandmas, grandpas, abuelitas, apueletos. The St. Louis Blues were the absolute worst team in hockey before the All-Star break. The worst. They had the worst record, the fewest amount of points. They had fired their head coach. There was a fight in practice between teammates. Now they're up 2-1 to one against the Dallas Stars. Your Dallas Stars. And I'm not panicking because everyone seems to have a real short-term memory here. If you guys think back to the Nashville series, we were down 2-1 to one and Nashville had just won uh, a game at home against us in Dallas. So, and don't, yeah, I get it. St. Louis is a different team. They're they're dangerous. They're physical. They've got a chip on their shoulder because they were the worst. It's it's going to be a good series. I want it to go to seven. Obviously, I want the Stars to win to go on to the Western Conference Finals. On the other hand, or the other side, you've got the Avalanche versus the Sharks. Avalanche is up 2-1. Avalanche, another team who basically, and this is going to hurt one of my friends, they're not that good aside from one line. For those of you who don't know, hockey has four lines. There are three forwards, a left, a right wing, and a center, and two defensemen. The goalie stays in all times until the end of the game when you pull him. Things get crazy. But Colorado Avalanche has one top line. Everyone else after that is kind of meh. Meh. But they put wins together. San Jose, I, I kind of wish they would win because I feel like the inevitable stars advancing to the Western Conference Finals. I would much rather play the San Jose Sharks because they do have a somewhat high-powered offense. Their defense is decent. Their goalie is trash. Garbage. Martin Jones is trash. Go look it up. He's just not that good. I don't think he's clutch. He got a huge contract in the offseason, huge extension. I don't think he's that good. That's me personally. I also have only been playing hockey for a little while. So for me to say that, I, I don't know if it holds a lot of water, but he's just never really stuck out to me. He's never been someone that I've been like, whoa, man, I don't want to see that guy between the pipes. I do because we would beat him. We would ruin his career. 
Then you got the Eastern Conference. You got the Carolina Hurricanes, who I talked about a little while ago, are up two to zero on the Islanders. Two to zero, folks. This was wild card chaos squad. You've seen me post about it. All of the wild card teams advanced. This is the wild card chaos squad. So that's a that's a mean conference, the Eastern Conference. They have been stout. But you've got Carolina. They're up two to zero. And then on the other side, you've got, oh boy, we're coming up with a brain fart. Oh boy, this is embarrassing. This is what happens when you're in a car driving to work, doing a podcast, you don't have notes. You just kind of go off the cuff. You forget things. Oh boy, this is embarrassing. Can't pull out my phone because that's dangerous and illegal. We'll have to get to that series at another time. We're gonna jump sports a little bit. We're gonna go to we're gonna go to Major League Baseball, where the Texas Rangers are stringing together some wins. They're in the driver's seat coming into the trade deadline, which is July. But still, but still, I mean, what did what did we expect, well, ladies and gentlemen? We all know that they're not a good team. I don't. They're not going to compete. I think it's just let's let's watch some of the young kids come up and, and play a little baseball. Joey Gallo, Player of the Month last month. I think that's pretty. Uh, that's a pretty high praise for him. He needs it. He needs a confidence boost. Uh, Mike Miner is having a, a pretty decent season so far. So we'll kind of see where that goes. He's probably going to be a big trade ship to a contender, uh, which is great. Let's build that farm system up, baby. Let's build the farm. So, but you know, they went to Seattle, and they have just been putting up runs. I don't know. I don't know if Seattle's pitching is that bad, or our hitting just is just coming together. <laughs> Excuse me. But they've had a good string of games. These last three games have been pretty, pretty decent. Let's jump to basketball real quick. I don't really watch basketball, as most of you know. Uh, I hear that the Warriors and the Rockets are playing in the Western Conference. you got the Raptors. The Sixers. They seem like pretty decent matchups. I, I just, I'm going to have to look into those a little better. My cousin Jacob, I'm going down to San Antonio this weekend. Maybe I'll get some insight. He'll, he'll be my NBA insider. Because now that his beloved Spurs have been eliminated from the playoffs by the Portland Blazers. No, 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 the Nuggets. The Nuggets, I'm sorry. Now that they've been eliminated, he's just wallowing in self-pity. But every day is leg day when you try hard enough. So, you've got the NBA. The big story is Dirk. If you did not cry at one of those last two games, you're an animal. You're an absolute animal. You're a, you're, you're a heartless human. I'm going to roll down the old window here. Beep, beep. And the gate goes up, and the fink goes in. I have arrived to my work parking lot. I park in a parking garage because old BB, which BB, if you guys didn't know, stands for basic bitch because my Civic is a base model and I love my Civic to death. Getting getting civil in a Civic. But regardless, I'm just going to park on this side. So, Jacob's going to be my NBA insider. He just doesn't know it yet. But that retirement ceremony I just it's hard not to love Dirk no matter what team you root for you saw the respect that he garnered the entire season he never said 
this is it for me. This is my last ride. Because, oh, no, little nudge. He's just not that kind of guy. And he, he, it's hard not to respect that. It's just ridiculously hard not to respect that. He's such a great person. I... It's, it's hard to put into words what he means to the city of Dallas and what he did for me as a, as a kid growing up, not being good at basketball. He was just that guy. He was, he was that guy. So it was really, really emotional. That last game, I mean, the guy put up the first 10 points of the game, and I'm just sitting there. My brother actually went to the game, got some paraphernalia. So that was pretty heart-wrenching. That was a... It's kind of it's another one of those moments where it's hard to put into words exactly what that meant. But then he goes to San Antonio, and you know San Antonio is a huge rival of Dallas. But God, they are some classy people. Greg Popovich is probably one of the best, if not the best, head coach of all time. He's also one of the most entertaining head coaches of all time. I nothing but respect and props to Dirk from San Antonio, and in reverse, nothing but props and respect back to San Antonio for being such a a classy fan base and a classy organization it's hard not to respect guys like that it's really hard San Antonio is a great city it's where a lot of my family is from Uh, very fortunate to have had the time to grow up in San Antonio so moving on to Houston I hate Houston Houston sucks it's nasty it's muggy it smells and that's all I have to say about Houston I let's see we had the NFL draft it was a pretty underwhelming draft. Really not a lot of offensive juggernauts. You had Kyler Murray going number one to the Arizona Cardinals. Josh Rosen getting traded later in the draft to the Miami Dolphins for a couple of draft picks. Really not exciting. Cliff Kingsbury is now the head coach of Arizona Cardinals. So the entire city of Lubbock now are Cardinal fans. But we'll see how that works out. I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested... I'm intrigued. It's still, it's the NHL playoffs. NBA playoffs are going on for those that really, really care about it. So it's hard for me to really kind of get invested in the NFL draft. Cleveland Browns, what up, baby? Dog pound. Odell Beckham. That's happened since my last podcast. I'm I'm on board. Let's ride, baby. Uh-huh. Tiger. Tiger won the Masters. I really picked a bad time to stop doing the podcast. But Tiger wins the Masters. And again, a lot of emotional stuff going on. Whether it be Dirk or the Masters. I mean, it's just heart wrench after heart wrench in a good way. So Tiger wins the Masters. Everyone rejoices. He puts on that beautiful, beautiful green jacket. A green jacket, gold jacket, who gives a shit? So, hey, nice truck. To come in, men. But, guys, that's all I have today. I'm sitting in the parking lot, parking garage at work. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scurry in. I'm going to get my thing done. Uh, maybe we'll do this again. We'll do this again soon. So, with that being said, this has been your morning commute. This is me saying bye-bye, and always remember, buckle up, babies.